Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, Part 2. Trampoline. This was not how Natalie had pictured her Saturday. She had been sleeping on her best friend's couch after a late night in the park when her boss had called her around noon. Natalie was used to Bart calling her during weekends. She didn't like it, and she had told him so, but he kept doing it anyway. He believed it was part of being an employee at a startup, apparently. Still, this call had been worse than others. He hadn't asked her about an invoice or a certificate he couldn't locate on the office cloud drive. No, he had asked to drop everything she was doing and pick up Raven Robinson from the airport. Bart hadn't even given a good explanation for why he couldn't go to Brussels himself. But it was clear he wouldn't be there, and Natalie felt bad for Robinson. Now that she was sitting across from Raven in a train to Ghent, Natalie was no longer frustrated about her decision to pick Robinson up. Fidgeting with the elastic band in her hair, she took in her guest again. Raven Robinson was wearing a tracksuit in a burgundy, velvet-like fabric. It looked very comfortable, and it was the last thing Natalie had expected to see her in. She always had pictured Raven in dark business suits. She guessed that that was in part because of the pictures she had seen of Raven online. Natalie had googled her when Bart had instructed her to take care of Robinson's travel arrangements. Raven's LinkedIn picture had looked rather typical. Bright smile, white teeth, a blazer with padded shoulders. And that's what Raven Robinson had looked like in Natalie's mind since. The real Raven had been a pleasant surprise. Natalie glanced to the side, not wanting to get caught staring. She studied the silk scarf draped over Raven's shoulders. Her eyes drifted to the hands wrapped tightly around the carry-on, squeezed between Raven's legs. Sorry about the train, Natalie said again, apologetically. I promise you, a car would have been worse. Raven slowly turned her head. It's okay, she said. I'm just feeling the lack of sleep, I guess. We can take a cab to the hotel, if you like, Natalie offered. Raven adjusted the scarf around her shoulders. Is it a long way from the train station? I think about 20 minutes by car. Maybe 15 by tram? Natalie thought aloud. The tram is faster? Raven asked, shifting in her seat. Let's do the tram then. All right. Natalie nodded. Raven turned her gaze back to the window. Natalie sucked her lips into a thin line. She wished they could chat, but her guest clearly wanted to rest. Raven had been very quiet since they had gotten on the train. Truth be told, Natalie was suddenly very aware of her own lack of sleep. Her eyes were burning and the muscles in her neck were getting stiffer by the minute. The air conditioning of the train was making it worse. Outside, rows of houses flew by. The gardens behind them often looked like a children's playground. Natalie spotted four trampolines and five slides in less than a minute. Everything is very different here, Raven commented without taking her eyes off the view outside. Oh, this is not a good representation of Belgium, Natalie said, wrinkling her nose. It's ugly here. Raven's chest shook as she chuckled. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah, it is, Natalie replied. Wait until you see Ghent. It's completely different. 
Okay, Raven said, pointing at the window. You don't have trampolines in Ghent? Yeah, we do, Natalie admitted reluctantly. There are trampolines everywhere. The admission earned her a bright smile from Raven. Her dark brown eyes sparkled above her mask. I guess that's what parents buy to keep their kids busy, she said. Same in the US. Natalie grinned, I guess. Do you live in Ghent? Robinson asked. I do, Natalie said proudly. She was thrilled that Raven was suddenly more chatty. What is it like? Oh, Natalie replied, wrapping her hands around her knee. It's, it's more like a big village than a city in many ways. It has its own distinct atmosphere. Distinct how? Her guest asked, finally letting go of the suitcase. She rubbed her hands over her knees. Natalie scratched her ear. The elastic band of her mask was making her skin itchy. It's always been a pretty progressive city, you know, she said. And we're a rather headstrong people. Raven nodded in understanding. Did you grow up in Ghent? Yes, born in the middle of the city and raised in one of its suburbs, Natalie shared enthusiastically. Interesting, Raven said. I can show you around if you'd like, Natalie blurted. I know all the good spots tourists usually can't find. Raven's dark eyebrows shot up. She narrowed her eyes a little before saying, I might just take you up on that. Natalie grinned. Just let me know when you want to go on your urban adventure. An adventure? Raven asked slowly. She nodded decisively. I will definitely take you up on that. Her voice sounded raw from fatigue, but her eyes were sparkling. Straightening, Natalie felt a little self-conscious all of a sudden. Had something just changed between them? She quickly averted her gaze, afraid Raven would spot her blushing despite the mask. Dames en heren, wij komen zo dadelijk aan in station Gent. A voice announced through the speakers in the carriage. Na Gent rijden wij nog door tot Blankenbergen. Raven tilted her head, visibly intrigued. Natalie smiled uncomfortably and pointed at the window. Time to get going, we're here. What? Already? Raven asked, grabbing her suitcase again. Yep, Natalie said, already on her feet. Need some help with that bag? Raven jumped up too. No, I'm fine, thanks. Natalie was just about to turn around to increase the distance between them when the train shook. Raven was caught by surprise and lost her balance. Shit, Raven cursed, grabbing Natalie's arm. Natalie's hand shot to Raven's arm too. She only let go of her once she was sure Raven was steady on her feet. Railroad switches, she said and stepped back. Fuck, Raven replied, grabbing the back of one of the seats. I'm sorry. Natalie was grateful for the mask covering her face. Not because she was worried about COVID. No, her skin was glowing. No problem, she said. I just tested negative. You're good. Raven, giggling, took a careful step away from the seat. After being on that flight, I think I'm the biohazard. Natalie nodded and quipped, better get you into quarantine at the hotel then. Two hours later, Natalie's legs felt like lead. She had walked home through the city after dropping Raven off at the hotel. She was about 10 minutes away from her house just outside the city center. 
Some of her stuff was still at her best friend's place, but she was too tired to pick it up tonight. All she wanted to do was to heat up some food and go to sleep. She had already texted her friends that she wouldn't be joining them tonight. Natalie hastily crossed a busy street. Many drivers weren't paying attention while taking a turn here, she knew, and the cyclists often made the same mistake. As a pedestrian, you had to move fast if you wanted to survive. After getting out of harm's way, Natalie slowed down her pace. She tucked her hands in the pockets of her linen pants. Her fingers closed around her phone. She pulled it out and glanced down at the screen. No new messages. I hope she likes her room, Natalie thought. She had picked the hotel and room herself. Bart had told her to make sure Raven was comfortable, so Natalie had put some extra effort into it. Thinking of Raven's tired posture, she was happy she had done that. Natalie smiled as she thought of the room. The ceiling still had the old wooden beams of the old houses in the city. The rest of the room was light, and more importantly, it had all mod cons. The real treat was the view, though. The hotel stood facing one of the many old waterways of Ghent. At night, the city was at its most beautiful with the lights reflecting in the water. She hoped Raven would love it as much as she did. Natalie was tempted to check in with her. Raven had seemed rather lost when she had handed her passport to the clerk at the hotel. Soon after, Raven had stepped into the small elevator, waved tiredly, and disappeared out of sight. Much to her surprise, Natalie had been disappointed to see Raven go. Part of her had wanted to suggest going out for dinner together. Raven had to be starving, right? But Natalie had been too shy to ask. She flipped the phone in her hand as she took a turn to the right, leaving the busy street behind her. She relaxed some, relieved to get away from the heavy traffic. She smiled when she saw the water. Small terraced houses filled the street. Some of them had tiny, unruly gardens in front. Others had used the space to park a family car. On the other side of the water stood an old factory that was renovated into a fancy apartment building with expensive lofts. The view wasn't as impressive as in the city center, but it was still lovely. Natalie reached her front garden and pushed open the old rickety gate. Kicking it shut behind her, she fished a set of keys out of her pocket. Her mind was already focused on the cold drinks in the fridge. She turned the key and gave the door a good shove. It reluctantly gave way. Natalie flicked on the light inside as she stepped into her small living room. She closed the door with her hip, listening for the lock to click. It did. Her shoulders dropped in relief. <sighs> Thank God, she whispered, throwing her shoes onto a wooden rack in the corner. She placed her keys and phone on the windowsill more carefully. She also got out her ID and the debit cards that were held together by an elastic band. Natalie then zipped open her pants and simply let it drop onto the floor. Pulling the tank top over her head, she walked toward the stairs on autopilot. Natalie had taken a shower at her best friend's place before leaving for the airport, but she felt like she needed another one. Upstairs, Natalie decided to open a window in her bedroom first. The fresh evening air soon tickled the bare skin of her legs. She stared at the water for a moment, thinking about Raven again tank top still in her hand. She wondered if Raven was used to traveling alone. It had to be lonely at times, right? With COVID still ruining pretty much everything, the city wouldn't feel very welcoming to visitors. 
Natalie pulled the elastic band from her hair. Still looking outside, she pictured Raven walking around in the hotel room. What did she look like without a mask? Natalie wondered. She tried to remember the shape of Raven's nose and lips in the picture. Tilting her head, Natalie realized she might never actually see Raven's face in real life. For some reason, that made her feel incredibly sad. Lonely, even. She was sure Raven was beautiful. Natalie widened her eyes and told herself, Okay, you need some sleep. On her way to the bathroom, Natalie threw the tank top into the laundry bin. She was still thinking about Raven when the hot water hit her skin. This was part two of Worth the Risk. If this is the first story you're listening to and you're enjoying it, I have a website with all my other stories and a free community. Also, if you're impatient to get your hands on the next episode, I usually post um, the coming episode a few days early on the website, so make sure to check it out. You can just go to lesbianromantic.com. That's not difficult, lesbianromantic.com. To all the people who've known me for a while and have been listening for a bit longer than a few episodes, thank you so much for being here again. And thank you to all the supporters, the people who support my work and keep this podcast going, not just for me and for them, but for everyone. Thank you, fellow romantics from the bottom of my heart. All right, that's all for this week. I'll be back in two weeks with the third part of Worth the Risk. Have a great day, stay safe, and I will see you soon. Bye. <laughs>